everybody this is the ugly truth peace universal blessings and love to you all today discussions or better yet today's title decisions decisions and I don't know if um, not too many people are familiar with the um pronounced feminist lifestyle strategist uh, dating mindset coach for over like 12 years April Mason and also best selling author of several books over 50 courses and counseling women for uh, over a decade black woman she's had or has a matchmaking service and um this woman had and in 10 years plus doing her thing you know she came to a point where she was just tired of it she was tired of you know, like having to give advice having to try to help black women in their relationships you know their lifestyle whatever and then constantly being lied to or deceived by that black woman because at the same time it's usually you know like matchmaking services so she supplies the the men for the woman hooks them up and stuff like that so of course the men you know give their feedback on the woman of course because that's who she's brought that's who they're working for her so she's going to come they're going to come back and give their feedback on what happened so it's like black women like they 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 lose like it's almost like they lose their memory almost when they when they get into things like okay this I know the guidelines I know this I know that but I'm gonna just do this I'm gonna keep going with how I feel instead of doing what's right and but that's that's the majority of women nowadays in today's western civilization is I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I feel not what I know is right so, you know, I understand her a thousand percent. And you know what's funny is that how I look at it also is me just being a black man you know, encountering black women and talking about your motherfucking face, you better step back and I ain't got nothing to say that bullshit. It's like, damn, like, she can't even, as a black woman, she can't take it. You know, I'm I'm 30 years plus, and I mean, that's how long I've been, you know, dealing with black women. And it hasn't, you know, in the early 90s and stuff like that, it was easy, you know. And when I mean easy, not like black women were easy to, to get, I mean easy to get along with. Not easy to get, easy to get along with. You know, you still had the black woman, you know, some... You probably are not this, you're not the type, preference, whatever the case may be, but all men dealing with rejection. But at the same time, it was like black men could actually have a whole conversation with her and not feel any type of way. Like, and she's actually committed. She's not like here just for the moment. And then when she feels like she doesn't want to be with you no more, she just wakes up on Monday and, hey, guess what? I'm not with him, block him. So, you know, that's what we're dealing with. But anyway, I had to, you know, 
about the thesis. <laughs> now let's dig into it. So this is what she said. She had made a post. This is like what, three months back, three, four months back. But she had made a post on Instagram. And this is what she said. The majority of black women that come to me have unrealistic expectations. The selfishness, fake everything. They think they should be chosen because they have a vagina and good looks. The entitlement. Just mean not knowing the difference between being a woman and a wise woman and will fight you to be strong, not knowing how to be versus do. Thinking being a feminine woman is weak or a pick me. I don't I don't even know what that shit is, but okay. She didn't know neither. Placing blame and not taking responsibility or accountability for the choices they made in men. Now, let's just talk about that first point. She says, unrealistic expectations. I'm just, I'm going to say that for what it is. Basically, when black women go out with you on a first date, they want everything to go perfect. They expect you to look perfect, everything to be perfect, the waiter to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. Because if they feel a certain way, which, mind you, we're going to keep focused on that feeling part. Because the feelings, instead of using what you have in your brain, you go with feelings. Now, you know, we do have a gut intuition that tells us things. But it's they, they lost sense of that and they go with, they thinking in their brain. And that's the feelings. They feel in a way. If they feel... I don't know how they operate inside, but I don't know if it goes with a breast or a nipple. I don't know if it goes I don't know what <laughs> case is, but if they feel a way, they will change their mind at any given moment. So, when it comes to these, you know, um, unexpected expectations, it's not even just with the first date. It's with who you are as a man also. It's like, so... What most women do, and this is what our women, is that they think for us. So you can't tell a black woman about you because they know more about you than you know about yourself. <laughs> so this is what you did. This is what men are about. Because I want, I want a man that is loving, caring, comforting, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But that's just not how men, especially black men, and what is it, men in general, are wired. It's not how men are wired. And then at the same time, you are expecting the way that you love somebody to be loved in return the same way from a man. Men don't love the same way as women. It's different. And not every man loves the same. So it's like these it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic because you're believing that a man is going to love you the same way you're going to love him. And it's different. Because what a man values and what his love is, what a, what a, what man what a man loves, what, what what loves mean to a man is basically respect and cooperation. So when a woman wants that love from a man that she expects for her to get, 
and she, she, what she is giving, she thinks that she's going to get that in return or give that same thing. But it's not the same thing with the gift showering and all this other stuff, love bombing, everything like that. A man doesn't do that or a man doesn't want that in, as in return. To show a man your love is respect and cooperation. So, you know, that's a that's something that is also not known by a lot of women. And I and it's so funny is that, you know, there's a lot of stuff on social media, everything on the internet. And what are most women looking up on the internet? Black women especially when it comes to the black man. Or when it comes to themselves. Are they looking up how to become a better woman? Are they looking up how to get rid of negativity? Are they looking up how to become more feminine? What are they looking up the most? I don't know. Um, she also said selfishness. You know, fake everything. She said fake everything. And... <laughs> And I had when I when I heard that it's to me that was like, you know, not just the eyelashes or the freaking nails and stuff like that. That's and every woman does that, but it's more like the fakeness in what they say, and what they do. And then also it's like you know just like you really it's like really on top of having fake nails and fake everything. You just everything is fake about you, like literally. Your whole image, you know, this whole image that you portray to the world is just fake. You being this, this, um, trying to have this, uh, certain demeanor about you or, you know, to come across as a nice woman and intelligent and it's just fake. Because in all reality, the way you moving in life is dumb. Like you, you betray to be this perfect person, and nobody, everybody knows nobody's perfect. And it's like you fooled yourself to think that you're perfect to where you're looking for perfection. You fooled yourself to think that you're perfect, and to look for perfection. That's that's already that's already you you going down. A spiral path. You're going down a cyclone. You, you're going down a, you know, um, yeah, cyclone. Is that a cyclone? Yeah, but whatever that shit is in the water, you know. I think it's a cyclone. I'm not too sure. But, um, yeah, so to go on with what she says, being disagreeable defensive, argumentative about everything, always finding something to nitpick about, looking for perfection. If you mention anything about doing something kind for the man, they chose, it's the, what is he going to do for me? And the list goes on. Yeah, man, see. She damn near, she said a lot in a little bit, a little bit of sentences. Man, so disagreeable. When you are dealing with a feminine woman, 
she's not disagreeable, especially with her man. Even if she dis- is disagreeable, it doesn't come off masculine. She's still disagreeable in a feminine manner. Like you wouldn't, like you, like you'll be intrigued almost or enticed to continue the conversation, you know, without having any feelings towards what she just responded with being disagreeable with what you had to say, just because she's so feminine in the conversation and it feels like it just flows. You know, talking to the men, I know you had uh, those conversations with, you know, women to where it's like. Even if she disagreed, it didn't feel no type of way. You just actually just spoke about it. Had an actual conversation and nobody got loud, riled up. And you were just like, damn, like, you intrigued to know more why she disagreeing with you and, and you know, things of that nature. But then on the other hand, you have that other woman where she's being disagreeable. And once she's being disagreeable, it comes with shame. You know, it comes with a almost like almost like belittling you in, in a way. For instance, um, I was speaking to this one woman and I forgot what she was going to, what she was studying in college. Oh my gosh. It was, um, it was basically one of those courses that has no business to be studied or anything and she just took it. She just took it and didn't know exactly what she was getting herself into. And it was something oh man, I don't I don't think it was doing anything with psychology. It was doing with something with measurements and and scales and things of that nature. So she asked me a question and I didn't quite know the answer. I gave her the best answer I could think of. She literally downplayed me. She literally belittled me from that. And from what I felt, like thought that I was uneducated from not knowing that one question. That she was studying. And it was one of those courses that when you take, you you know, it's like, okay, you could take this course for a certain amount of credits, but, you know, who the fuck takes this course, actually? It was one of those. So... It was just like, wow, like, it was so funny because I would never do that to somebody if they didn't know anything that I'm studying personally and expect them just to know, you know, because it's like, you know, like with women, they want you to know more than them and it has to be in their criteria, like it has to fit their criteria. So if you don't know more than them and what they want you to know more than them, it's not good enough for them. You're not good enough for them. Doesn't that, isn't that a little bit crazy? Like you're telling me, so if you go to college for biochem, you know, chemistry, I have to know more than you in biochemistry or I'm disqualified from everything. If you feel that way, I I don't, you know, I'm just asking a question because that's something I really want to know personally now because it's just dawned upon me. Like, is that really, because I know, you know, if you don't, women look for men that are better than them in certain fields in certain ways. So it's like, is that really a thing? Like, so I, I have to be able to make more than you. I have to be able to make, to know more than you in your own field of choice when it comes to education. And I have to fit this whole list of things 
just to to just for us to go out. What? <laughs> oh man. Okay. So defensive, argumentative about everything. Uh, as as a black man, and speaking for other black men. I mean, arguing about stuff that it doesn't make any sense to argue about. Literally, L- literally, I have, I have been putting in arguments that she argued, she was mad about water, about water, about me. Forgetting water. Not nothing. Nothing to where she was dying. It was me personally needing some water. So I just left the house, and it was the store was just around the corner, literally, and uh, I had to get some water. What she wanted to do was to go straight to the destination, and literally not make no stops. Like, I guess she wanted to make no stops. Like. There was going to be no green red lights. There was going to be no stop signs. I, she just wanted to go straight, straight. Like, avoid everything. Let's just go straight. I don't give a fuck what you want. I, I, and it, it was, she was angered by that. Another one. Uh, woke up in the morning. Going to pack up some stuff. And I um, accidentally stepped in, um. She was sweeping and stepped in a pile of dust. I didn't dust. It was like a little bit of dust. I didn't even see it. And I walked on it, and she damn near had a heart attack with a bullet stick. Are these are these legitimate reasons for somebody to catch an attitude and to really be angered, not just mad, angered about this? Like this is really bothering me. That has really angered me to a point now I'm flipping out. It's never that serious. Literally, it's never that serious. So this this is the stuff like very argumentative things like about everything. This one this is this is real she she knows women more than most women. Black women. She knows black women more than more than black women. And I'm a black man telling you I I've been through these experiences with black women. I haven't dated black women my whole entire life, but with black women, I this is what I got. I date black women now, but this is what I've been through with black women. With other with other races, mm. to be to be a hundred percent honest, like I, that's what you always get from me, no matter what. On this, I feel like I have to say that because, you know, women, oh, he's lying, he's lying. To be 100% honest, I haven't dealt with uh, another woman from another race being disagreeable. And I mean on stuff that I just wanted to do. Like, I don't mean like on things that I'm, I would force her to do. Cause I would never force a woman to do anything that she don't want to do, period. And black, white, doesn't matter. So it's like things that, because this the disagreeable mostly came with black women when it was things that I wanted to do. Like I'd be questioned a million times or, oh, so where you want to go? Oh, where are we going to go to eat? 
oh, okay, let's go to Tony's. Oh my gosh, why you want to go to Tony's? Like being questioned and everything just to go to because you asked me a question i'll tell you where i go and everything else though everything else not even just with food everything else all right so we i want to move to um denver i think denver would be a great place for them to move what denver like what the hell's on denver uh-uh you know and it's a whole bunch it's an argument because the communications you don't know how to communicate so when i'm dealing with other races not nothing being disagreeable defensive and argumentative it's not even there it's not even there because she knows what I'm saying is I'm doing the best for the both of us because I'm not thinking about myself. That's that's the problem. Men, not boys, don't think about themselves. And they're with a woman. They think about us. It's a us. It's a, it's a unity thing. So I'm, you're my wife. You're my woman. It's us. So I'm doing what's best for us. See, women is naturally selfish, so they're going to automatically think like, oh, okay, he's doing that for him. Like, like you're her. That's what I'm saying. Like, Women have this unrealistic sense of reality to where it's like he's feeling the same way I'm feeling, or he's going to do the same way, the same thing I would do, or what I know of men that I dealt with that were no good. So, you know, I understand it a hundred percent. Um, and you know, the last thing she says really is, uh. Now, this doesn't excuse men's behavior. A lot of men think because they are high-earning, it makes them a high-value man. Not. I second that. Not true. And that is blasted more than ever nowadays because you have a lot of beta males and simps just going to that extreme to get the bag so they could get the woman. And consider themselves as a high-value man because they have that money. And high-value is just that. It's value. It's your value. Not in money. Your value to the society. Your value to everyone else. So, uh, I hear this a lot. You know, about... um. Alpha, beta male, you know, what they do, what they don't do, red pill, blue pill. They have this one podcast I was uh, watching for a little minute called Fresh and Fit. And in Fresh and Fit, they talk about, you know, alpha males, what they do, what they should do, you know, um, how they move about, how they, how women are looking for alpha males and everything of that such. And if you have a high earning man, he's an alpha male, so it's such and such. These guys are beta males themselves, giving advice about alpha men because they make an earning, uh, a six-figure earning now each year. So they consider themselves high value. No class about them. No, No true respect for women. And when I say true respect, I mean that respect to where it's like, you know, I I care for you even if I don't know you just because you're a woman and you don't know. I, I care for you just because you're a woman and you don't know. Because you can't be mad at somebody for not knowing. It's just when they do know and they do the same, they they do what's wrong and they know what's right. 
So I can't be mad at a woman that been doing wrong for her whole life and never knew. And I come across her and tell her what she been doing. And I can't, I can't get mad at her reaction. Because she been doing it for her whole life. And I'm the first person to tell her ever that she been doing it wrong. And then she actually feels that and believes, she knows that. And then became self-aware once I told her. That's that's a shocking, most women are shocking. It's like, what? And then it's almost automatically just defensive mode because who is this motherfucker telling me this? You know, who is this guy? I don't know him. He don't know me. How you know? But it's not how you know, it's you don't know me. The first question that really comes out of their mouth. You don't you don't know me. But the first thing they say is you don't know me. The fuck is you? Like people can't read people or people aren't empaths or people don't have basic knowledge on what is happening in today's society or with black men and women in today's world. Black women are the most single women in today's world. Why is that? Because all these unrealistic expectations that you have of life and men. A serious cognitive dissonance that you have. So, you know, I I recommend therapy. I also, you know, recommend Somebody that you could talk to and they'll give you honest advice and they'll honestly listen to give you honest advice. There's always that person there, but you women choose not to listen because you, you don't want to hear it. You got to talk to that person that you don't want to hear that shit from. That's when you're going to really sit down and be like, wow, like I've been fucking up for real. I've been doing wrong. Because, you know, one thing a lot about these podcasts, what they do, and like I said from the beginning, is that they talk about the problems all the time, but never speak about the solutions. And that's all I'm about. I'll talk about the problems. Yes, I would. I'll make you aware of it. At the same time, I'm going to give you solidified solutions to overcome, to become, to be better, and to do better. It's another episode, The Ugly Truth. Tune in next time. Peace, universal blessings, and love. I'm out.